Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the youth ministry stream of the Pondo Podcast. My name is Ryan Tarkington. Excited to be joined today by a good buddy of mine. Uh, he is the youth pastor, maybe more. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more than just <laughs> a the little, youth pastor. A little more, yeah. Well, uh, youth pastor, and then what else? What, we, what uh, else we got? So Zach? let's see. Basically, it's uh, children's ministry. Yes. It's youth pastor, so junior high and high school. Yeah. Uh, young adult, college. <laughs> Uh, I help run the welcome team in the welcome center, like at our church. <laughs> I also occasionally help uh, with the worship team as well, too. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that ongoing joke of I do everything the senior pastor doesn't want to do. <laughs> That's right. Uh, definitely. <laughs> it work. It works a little easier, though, when you're a smaller church, but yeah, it's yeah, still so, fun. Yeah. So, Zach is all of those things <laughs> and more. Yeah. Probably, yeah. You've probably a plunged bit. a toilet or two in your time here as yeah. well, I imagine. Yeah, I have. Yeah. And, uh, he is uh, here at One Hope uh, at FB Temple City. Yeah. And um, so, so excited to have Zach on this podcast episode. Yeah. Zach and I, uh, our relationship started a few years ago yeah. when uh, Zach was a staffer at, yep. at Pondo. We came in to yeah. lead worship for the summer, and Zach was there. I think you came in like halfway through. I, d- yeah. I don't remember you starting off that summer. I, Do you remember the yeah, details of that? No, I, I came in like yeah about halfway through the season right um it initially started as i was gonna help with like guest groups on the weekends okay and then uh i forget exactly who it was but someone's like hey we're short yeah. condo counselors stick around yeah, yeah. did you mind coming like for the week and yeah. it was it was fourth of july week i think is what it was and yeah. i'm like yeah, sure. Like, I don't mind helping. That'll, that'll be cool. In. That'll be fun. And then one week turned into two weeks. It yeah. turned into the rest of the summer. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm here. Let's yeah, do you it. Did it. And so, yeah, that um, was that was your guys' first, like, full yeah. year there. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. So a few years ago. And um, so Zach and I, we've, uh, over the years, have just been able to stay in contact. And um, mm-hmm. I just try to be an encouragement to him. And he's an encouragement to me every time they, they come up to camp. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the camp relationship uh, as we, we dive further into this this episode. But Zach, like I always like to do, I just love to hear people's stories and uh, the origin stories of, yeah. of uh, you know, superheroes. Like, <laughs> and uh, I, I view okay. youth ministry uh, very much in that same category. Yeah. But what's, what's, uh, what's your origin story? Where, what led you, if you look back on your past and uh, the things that led you to where you're at today, being involved as the youth slash children slash welcome slash worship <laughs> slash all those things. Everything, yeah. What 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 kind of got you to that point? Yeah, so my story is definitely a lot different than I think than most people out hmm. there. So I actually grew up at this church. Oh, I cool. literally started coming here when I was like a year old. Wow. Um, and basically haven't left. There was a short time where I left because I went and did uh, Youth with a Mission yeah. uh, over in Montana, did some missionary work, did some music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and the whole way that I came back uh, was really just kind of a really cool God story mm. of um, long story short, because we could spend hours right. talking about all this, but um, the youth pastor that we had was a good friend of mine. Uh, and we actually helped with youth ministry uh, here at this church for about two years. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of like the youth interns while we were looking for a senior pastor mm-hmm. right after I got out of high school. So I had some experience doing youth ministry yeah. at this church. Um, and then I'd get more later when I went over to Montana and did 
uh, Youth of the Mission and all that kind of stuff as well, too. Um, but I actually ended up getting a call from our senior pastor at the time um, saying that his name's Kevin, a good friend of mine, like mm-hmm. I said, uh, that he was going to be moving and he was going to be uh, quitting. And that, you know, is that something that I'd still be interested in? Mm. Uh, and I can honestly say that in the moment, it, w- it really wasn't. There. <laughs> it wasn't. It, mentally, I was not thinking that. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I want to. I want to go full time into youth ministry. Right. Like I was just loving everything that I was doing. Were you uh, just to just to make sure I'm clear? Were you in Montana at the time? Yeah, got, got yeah, I was in Montana okay. when I got that call. Okay, um, and I was doing music. I was helping at another church um, and helping with their youth group as well too. Yeah, um, kind of a big mega church that they have over there in the in the Flathead Valley over yeah. there. And I got that call, um, and that was kind of that first time where that fire got ignited again where I was like maybe I do want Mm. to do this Uh, and some interviews happened and some more phone conversations with the senior pastors with the board um, with other people at the church that I was at in Montana as well too like hey do you even think like I'm capable and qualified of doing that Mm. Um, and it ended up happening that my grandma got diagnosed with cancer Mm. um, and I found out, we found out the stage and the severity of it, and then ended up being stage four. And I was like, okay, I have to go home, like, right. regardless. Like, and I kind of threw that job idea to the back because I was like, I just need to go home, just be with be family. With family. Yeah, be with, yeah. um, and the day that I made that decision, I'm like, I'm moving back home. Here's when I'll be home. All this, mine's made up, getting ready to leave, getting ready to pack up everything. The next day, I get a call from the senior pastor mm. and the board saying, hey, we want to hire you. Wow. Um, and they went through a bunch of candidates, a bunch of people, yeah. and they're like, nope, like we're choosing you. Yeah. Um, and so that was really cool just to kind of see that kind of full circle. Because looking back now, like yeah. where I am at now, yeah. it's very clear like God was lining that up sure. to like, hey, you're going to be doing this, you know, from – countless youth ministries that I helped at, volunteered, served at right. over the years from as long as I can remember to now being yeah. here and in charge of kids, yeah. youth, college, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's amazing. And, and so the senior pastor of, um, I guess before y'all, now you're called One Hope, but mm-hmm. it was First Baptist yeah. Temple, Temple it was, City. Yeah, it was First at, Baptist at Temple time. City. Yeah. Uh, he did not know you from from you growing up here because he came in not after. not from growing up here, but he, but he, he did he and... did know me. Uh, our, there was basically like a year that overlapped before okay. I left, or okay. a, I think a couple years uh, that overlapped while I was still here. Gotcha. Um, and so he, when he, I left for Montana, so he knew me a he, little he bit. He was able yeah. to see a little bit. About yeah, what he knew you're a little bit. And... But even even when like I think back to that, uh, and in that moment. Like our paths didn't cross too much in a leadership sense, more right. of just like him being the senior pastor. Uh, I'd still kind of help occasionally with youth group and all that, but I was doing college, yeah. uh, and so I wasn't around as much. Yeah. Um, and you know, helping lead worship at other churches in the area as well too, um, for their church services or youth services or things like that. So, right. uh, never our paths never really crossed in the leadership. Uh, 
perspective. So got you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and so, how long have you now been here? Like you, since since that time, since you moved back from Montana. Yeah. So officially, like on staff here, uh, this July will be. Four years. Yeah. Doing the I, had math. To count, I had to count. Dude, he got his fingers out, everybody. <laughs> he was he was counting on the I had fingers. To count on my fingers. Yeah. So this July will be will be going on four. So that's amazing. Yeah. Man, yeah. so cool. Um Yeah, and I and I just love that, you know, where you're seeing God move and orchestrate some things. Oh yeah. Um and obviously, you know, it uh, you know, unfortunately, the the diagnosis of your grandmother, you know, getting yeah. you back here, I hate for that to be ultimately mm. a, a, a reason, but obviously a, a reason for you to want to just be with family yeah. and yeah, yeah. Uh, and that whole side. But then God opening up a door of, of another opportunity, yeah, um, to get you back in the church that you grew up in and you yeah. had some you had familiarity with, and, yeah, and all yeah. those things. And I will say that de- that definitely helped make that transition easier because yeah. I, I I think. If, you know, I would have had to transition into becoming a youth pastor at any other church yes. that I had no connection with, yeah. I I honestly could say I, f- I feel like I might have crashed and burned a little bit okay. because just with everything that was going on yeah. with family and all that, like, you know, Maybe I was like, hey, I'm going to take a youth pastor job in, <laughs> you know, a state, in another state, right. you know, don't know anyone there, right? Um, don't know what's going on, don't know what's happening, yeah. and then just you know, only phone calls, you know, of, hey, how's grandma doing? How's yeah. this doing? While still trying to grow and connect and lead right. a youth ministry, I think would have been a lot more challenging. So God 100% like yeah. paved the way for that. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I talk, uh, I've had a few conversations with um, others on the, the podcast who are uh, at least in, um, I think of Jonathan McDonald, who's in uh, Bellflower, mm-hmm. who he, he became the youth pastor of the church he, he grew up in. Yeah. What are what are some of the because I I'd, I'd be curious to compare notes there and maybe you've heard that one and you're like oh yeah I agree with what are some are there challenges to, to being the youth pastor or have have there been to being the guy that was here as a little kid and now you're yeah in charge what's, yeah one hundred percent I mean I I had to quickly ditch the whole mentality of like oh I remember doing this when I was in junior high. Oh, okay. And, you know, like, we loved that, you know? <laughs> well, when I was in junior high is not equivalent <laughs> to work. what junior hires work. today are, you know? <laughs> Even high schoolers, you know, it's it's just insane. So yeah. I had to kind of let go of that. I guess the best way to say it is, all the memories and like nostalgia that I had of being in youth group mm-hmm. and trying to recreate that. Yeah. It's good to have. Right. Like I 100% think like for yeah. any youth pastor out there, like, Hey, go back to when you were in youth ministry, what worked? Right. Cause there is a possibility that it might work yeah, again, Absolutely. but don't come in with that. Like I'm going to do this, 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 and this right. the exact same way that it was when I was in youth yeah. ministry. And that was a big thing that I had to get over. Cause you know, I mean, we meet in the exact same room that like I did <laughs> yeah. growing yeah, up, you right. know? And so it's like, Oh, you know, it's been repainted. It's right. been yeah, yeah. You all put that your, kind of stuff. You put yourself there. Every yeah. time you walk in that room, you, yeah. you've got memories connected to moments or yep. uh, everything that happened in that space. Yeah. 100, so, yeah. 100%. So there was, de- there was definitely challenges yeah. uh, and little hiccups like that, but yeah. <laughs> Love that. So, um, let's shift gears a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you and, um, and your wife, Emily are expecting a baby boy. 
Yeah, in like dude. a month or like pretty soon. Hey, yeah, yeah. Thanks for scaring me. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So Wake up, uh, man. he, it's yeah, I know, right? It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's uh, April twentieth is when he's due. Okay. Um, so I'm trying so to think. Of, so I don't. I'm, we're I'm, we're about from when we're recording this. Yeah. About seven more weeks. Yeah. About six, seven more weeks. That's amazing. I think I personally, I think he's going to be coming a little early. Uh, our all our families are pretty big. Like her dad is like six four. You know, I'm I'm not a tiny guy yeah. in in any size of the matter. Um, and so we already know for a fact like he's a bigger kid. Yeah. Um. So I have a feeling he'll probably come in a little early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, about six seven weeks away. It's amazing. Uh, give or take. So it's yeah. it's exciting, nerve wracking. I'm sure you can relate oh, to all goodness. you know having all your kids. But yeah. Um. This yeah this is our first so. Yeah, it, I'm super excited, but I'd also be lying if I said I wasn't slightly terrified. Yeah. Like I had to put the car seat in the other day. <laughs> yeah, and I, I literally I set it down and I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> you know, and I was just it was so it, it's nerve wracking, it, but it's exciting too. It is. It's 100 percent exciting, and yeah. it's something that Emily and I have wanted uh, is to be able to have a family. Yeah. So the fact that God's just kind of orchestrating that Love in like it. right now has been perfect yeah congrats man yeah, We're, we'll you. be praying uh, you know for emily yes for sure please thank over you the, this last uh last month or seven weeks mm-hmm. here um i am curious though with with it being your first child yeah. um and obviously there it comes with it all the emotions of mm. you're excited you're scared out of your mind you know you're, you're gonna be learning on the fly what it what parenthood is you know, know. Yeah. you can't you can't there's no i'm sorry but there's no books that you can read yeah. that, that officially i'm glad like, to, i'm glad to hear you say that because yeah, yeah. i've tried reading some of those books don't, and i'm like just don't i, don't, I mean I don't they, know what they're talking there about. might be a few things in there some some nuggets of wisdom but you're just going to learn everything on the fly cool. okay yeah. and then it's going to take and there's gonna be some things that you just are like what do I do in this situation? And then yeah. you just make an you just make a, a decision, and then you hope for the best. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna be you're gonna be great. <laughs> but um, I'm curious on the, the 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 side of the coin of ministry. Okay. And um, I I know a lot of people that listen. You know, they have kids and they've walked mm-hmm. through this. But there there may be someone listening right now who's in a similar boat as you, a new yeah. kid on the way. They're in ministry. They're kind of like their minds racing of like how does how will this impact. Uh, what I can do, the time yeah. I can spend, yeah. like, what it, what it may look like for you. What are some expectations there? Or what are some things that are you've kind of been wrestling with, um, knowing you got a child on the way, and then knowing obviously you're you know you love your job and youth ministry yeah. and you love that and balancing the worlds. Yeah. Obviously, this answer may change a year from now. Yeah. But where are you at right now? Yeah, right now it's actually funny that you bring that up because. Um, Emily and I have been talking about that of like, how is this going to look? How is this going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, because even Emily helps me out tremendously right. with the youth ministry here. Right. She helps lead some of the girls' stuff. And like when we have small groups, like she's one of the girl leaders mm-hmm. uh, as well, too. So we understand, we know that obviously this is going to affect the way that youth ministry runs uh, to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping that not tremendously, and I'm very lucky, I will say, and we were talking about this a little bit before, but um, the people that we have at this church mm-hmm. are truly incredible. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't say that lightly. Like, yeah. we have a lot of people who are more than willing to 
step up in times of need. Yeah. Uh, whether it's something joyous like the birth of the baby mm-hmm. or like, you know, a few months ago when my grandma passed, we yeah. had people that were literally right there yeah. alongside of us. Um, and so I'll be honest. And for anyone listening <laughs> who is in the same boat of you're expecting a kid soon or, mm-hmm. or maybe you're planning on having kids soon right. and trying to figure out how that's going to work in youth ministry, find people mm. that you can count on mm. um, and that you can lean on because yeah. selfishly I want to be there like for my wife and for my kid. Yeah. Um, but then on the flip side of that coin, selfishly I also want to be at church yeah. and I want to be helping these kids grow. Yeah. But I also know that I'm not going to be an effective leader mm. if I'm not there supporting and loving and taking care of my wife and kid. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of this balance where I really have to find. Um, and, you know, our youth leaders, we have some great youth leaders um, that are going to do everything that they possibly can to step up. They have careers of their own, too. Yeah. And so they're just strictly, like, volunteering, you know. Yeah. Um, they're managers and all that stuff. So they're mm-hmm. going to try to get the time off and mm-hmm. help commit to that. Uh, we got some other people at the church that are willing to step up and – we have some really strong kids. Yeah. You and I were talking about yeah, this we're, a little right. bit at winter camp. Yeah. Um, we got some really seriously devoted kids, and that in itself is a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. To have some junior hires, junior hires, yeah. you know. I think back to when I was in junior high, I was not I was not that dude. I wasn't even that in high school. <laughs> right. Um, but junior hires and high schoolers yeah. who are seriously devoted and committed to knowing God and yeah. like making his name known. Love and, it. you know, by, by nothing I did, they started their own, like, Hey, we're going to go through the Bible in a year. We're going to hold each other accountable. Yeah. And like, they're texting each other every day. Like, Hey, did you read your four or five chapters? You right. know, cause it's basically like four chapters a day, five chapters a day yeah. to get through the whole Bible in a year. Yeah. Like, Hey, you know, did you read it? Or what do you think about, you know, this chapter, this chapter, this chapter, every now and then I'll go text from him just saying like, Hey, like, I read this. What does this mean? You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, cool. Let me try to help you. Right. But like, I have those kind of kids. So to go back to that, I have student leadership. I have people at the church um, that I know that I can count on yeah. and lean on yeah. in that kind of need and that help. Love that. Of, hey, you know, I I need Tuesday night to yeah. be with my family yeah. um, and help take care of the kid. Uh, and that they can step up and, and do that. And the ones that I've talked to so far are very willing yeah. to do so. So That's so cool. Which has Absolutely, been awesome have, man. Which has been awesome to have that. Yeah, that's encouraging to hear um, and much needed. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's going to help you a lot when it comes to balancing those two worlds. Mm-hmm. And then you also know um, that those those worlds are going to collide and merge in a lot of ways. Yep. And, um, you know, uh, it's going to be – it's gonna be awesome once you guys find the rhythm of all that, um, bringing your kid along and uh, yeah. be, them yeah. being involved and um, and that's the other thing is the kids do. are excited too. Like yeah. the kids are excited yeah, to meet him too. Yeah. So even then, the a bunch of them are saying like, "I'll babysit for free." I'm like, "Awesome, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true." So, Built-in babysitters, yeah, <laughs> super cool. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Pondo podcast. Camp Pondo exists to create a unique space to encounter Jesus. 
is because of our generous donors that were able to provide an all-inclusive, Christ-centered program for students. For more information on the Big Red Chair Club, head over to Ponda.org. Thank you so much. I kind of teased this question earlier, but okay. you, uh, you've been involved, obviously, growing up here uh, mm-hmm. at the church, and this church has been... Uh, great um, partners with Pondo for a long, long time, and yeah. you you came. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you come to Pondo with this with yeah, this church? And yeah, everything, I, as a, as a student. Yeah, as a student, right. I did. I I started. So, I mean, gosh, I'm not even joking. I think this church has been going practically since Pondo opened. Okay, so back in the um, early '80s. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at least as far as I'm aware, I've I've found pictures of like. You know, youth groups going back in like ninety two, ninety three. Okay. So yeah. I'm assu- I'm assuming well, probably they I'm probably assuming were. probably from the beginning. I don't know exactly yeah. how that connection and relationship formed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been going to Pondo for as long as I can remember. Love it. So I grew up going uh, in starting in junior high, basically. Yeah. So um, junior high, uh, coming as a student. Yeah. Going through most of even high school, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so you've got you you've experienced the the side of camp specifically specifically Pondo, yeah. Um, as a student, mm-hmm. then you have seen the side of being on the staff and yeah. being involved of this as a seasonal <laughs> yep. staffer, um, and what all that that craziness that's attached to, to that life. It's fun though. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, but it's crazy. Yeah, and then uh, and then now you are you yourself are bringing your students yeah to camp yeah um and and obviously you know I think. That we have a relationship through Pondo, and, mm-hmm. and this is the Pondo podcast, so it all kind of con- connects and works. But just in terms of camp in general or that world, and you've seen all sides of the coin. You've seen the, stu- the student side at a, a specific camp. You've seen the staffer side of a, of a specific camp. Now you've seen the youth ministry side of a, of a camp. Mm-hmm. Um, what? How do you think that helps you Like in, in terms of like – Oh, gosh. Yeah, how do you think that helps you in terms of like prepping kids for camp or getting them there and then – maybe even post like follow up like once yeah. once you you know that world um wow <laughs> yeah it, that's like a loaded question but okay. it's a it's a good one and i say that because growing up going to pondo yeah was incredible yeah incredible there's so many stories that i could give from chapel nights could i tell you the speaker could i tell you the worship team no but right. could i tell you what jesus did Heck yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, so there's that experience where it's like, I've experienced what these kids yeah, you are know experiencing. Exactly what they're walking. You yeah. know, because even though it was 15, 20 years ago, yeah. like, Jesus is the same. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that experience, yeah. that encounter with God is the same encounter that I had, or at least very, it's going to yeah. be very similar. Yeah. Um, and so. Then coming on staff, like literally right out of high school, I graduated high school, yeah. and then my first summer was 2011, graduated high school 2011, then like literally got in a car and, yeah. and, and went up, <laughs> drove up to Pondo, and worked the whole summer there in the kitchen yeah. uh, with, with Rob, so go yeah. Rob. Um, oh wait, and Rob was there. Yeah, Rob. Rob was there. Rob was there. Okay, was so because he because he was uh, I knew he was there before. Yeah, and then he he he, he left, left for a little bit, and then, and then he came he, he came back. So yeah, you, he came you, back. You were, you were like right there with the. First, I was right first there with Rob. Rob. That's why that's why me and Chef Rob like have a special connection. I love that. Like, and I on, and I say this like 
honestly, like full heartedly, yeah. um, he's one of the best bosses I've had. Yeah. Like period. Like he genuinely cared. Absolutely. And yeah. that leads me like to the next thing of like Pondo and like the staff mm-hmm. and even the other like people that staff too. Yeah. And I will say, I think even like the staffing has gotten better in the last mm. couple of years. Yeah. Um, is just you you come in with the mindset of knowing what the goal mm-hmm. the end goal is for the summer mm-hmm. um whether you're just talking about the theme as a whole right. for summer camp or winter camp or whatever right or you're just saying like hey we're all here in the mm-hmm. same place with the same mindset mm-hmm. of just being a reflection of Jesus to these kids yeah whether it's through worship whether it's through the message, whether it's through the rec games and tube toe and yeah. Kajabi can can, like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. we're going to be a reflection of Jesus Love as it. like as a staff. Yeah, and I can say like over the years, like even from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like there are staff people that stood out to me. Yeah, that made an impact yeah. on my life, on some of my students' lives too. Like um, Elijah. Yeah. He was Love actually that. I worked with him in 2011. Yeah. And he worked there as a camp counselor for a little bit and then he became program. Yeah. Yeah. But one of like his first or second year uh as a camp counselor there, he had some of the like our church's junior high guys. Oh wow. And now one of them is the youth leader, is a youth leader like in this youth group. Yeah. And like they'd still like yeah. catch up hang up, like hang out together when they would go up to Pondo, like yeah. literally up until like his senior year, yeah. like still continued that relationship. So cool. And so like from staff building a relationship with these kids yeah. and pouring into their life and seeing that aspect of how camp affects these kids yeah. in so many ways, yeah. then to now <laughs> being the youth pastor, yeah. sending my youth kids there, because honestly, the easiest way to put it, and this is not a slam to any other mm-hmm. camp out yeah. there, I trust you guys. Mm. I, I've been there hands-on in the ministry. Yeah. I know the intent. I know the goal. Right. I know what the like mission moving forward for summer camp, for winter camp, mm-hmm. for every other thing that you guys do. Yeah. I, I, I know what that goal is, and so it makes it easier mm-hmm. to trust you guys yeah. with a whole program. Yeah. You know, which I love because, hey, COVID happened and we had to run our own camp. <laughs> yeah. And even though it was on, even though, yeah, <laughs> put me in the hospital. That's a story for a different time. But um, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy running your own camp. Right. And so when you go to somewhere like Pondo, that is such a well-oiled machine. Mm. They've been doing it for years. Yeah. Have had amazing outcomes. Yeah. Like each summer. I've I've never heard of a summer or a winter that's like failed and flopped. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, man, that was a that we didn't we didn't do good, <laughs> right. you know? Like God didn't show up this this year. There are, <laughs> right, God yeah. didn't show up this weekend. You, like, know, no, like, no, no, you don't we're, we're, you don't hear that. Yeah. You know? And I I will say without throwing anyone's out there, yeah. I have been to other camps where mm. it was clearly a struggle. Mm. Like they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And that affects the kids. Yeah. 
Like, if you don't have a solid program that is, you know, ready to go at the drop of a pin, yeah, you know, it's it's gonna fail. Yeah. You know, and I like I said, I've been to some of those as student, as a student, mm-hmm. as a leader, as you know, whatever. Where it's just, hey, you know what? Yeah, that one didn't work. Yeah, yeah. that one that just that didn't work. Um, <laughs> And so the way that it's affected, like, me now, you even mentioned of, like, even the Mm follow-up. Again, it's that same thing of from being a camper. Mm -hmm. I know it was, like, two weeks after summer camp when you that, you know, camp high finally starts to crash. Right. You know, being on staff where it's, like, honestly, there's, there's even a, like, you lose that camp high on staff yeah you know i know you guys have a lot more like full-time like see like not as many like seasonal staff yeah. now right but like i remember like that honestly that was some of the hardest things like when like you just spent 10 weeks mm-hmm. with these people mm-hmm. like practically living together with some of these guys right you know and cool hopefully i'll see you at another time yeah. you know uh and that made it that made that part really challenging and understanding how God still works yeah. even in the midst of that and realizing what he has done. Yeah. Um, and then again, now as a, as a youth pastor where it's, Hey, like we're going to have these f- fluctuations of right. that camp high is not going to last forever. Right. But here's how we, here's how we come out of it. I was, yeah. I love that. Um, so, yeah. So cool, man. And I, and uh, on, on behalf of Pondo, um, not, not just like the staff we have currently, mm-hmm but the staff that's been in place for years and years and years, the Elijah's and, and, yeah. every, and all those others. Yeah. Um, um, I, I just, I, I say thank you to you guys and so. for the trust. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that was such a, a, a beautiful way uh, to talk about the relational side of camp and the churches that bring yeah. their students. And, and, and it's all about that. It's about building that trust between the two. Yeah. Cause we know like for that week, you know, you guys are, are trusting us to, to, to provide uh, an excellent experience for it to be gospel centered, yeah. um, for there to for you to create memories with your with your students, yep. the whole thing. And so, um, yeah, so I appreciate that. And we we yeah. we love that. We want to continue to build to build on that trust. And, 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 no, uh, and honestly, thank you guys for continuing to do that. Yeah. I think it's really easy to get caught up in program. Yeah. You know? Like we gotta have the coolest games, we gotta have the coolest worship, we gotta have the coolest lights. Yeah. And like, you guys do all that. Am- yeah. Amazingly. Yeah, yeah. But there's still like, room for Jesus to. Yeah. Do, do what He's gonna do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? so. For sure. Awesome, man. Well, listen, I I would love for you to um, kind of have a final word here. Yeah. Just uh, uh you know, listen. Uh, youth ministry, I always say it is the, it's, it's like the best and the <laughs> hardest thing like in yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, and there are people that are listening right now who uh, have been been youth in youth ministry a long, long time. There's people who are listening that are brand new to the to the game, um, and it has it has so many ups and downs and twists and turns. Uh, but I, I just think there's real beauty and just encouraging each other. Yeah. You know, you know where you're at, you know what you're walking through and, uh, and you know that you're not alone in that. There's, there's others that are walking through some similar things or, 
um, going to walk through similar things. But if you could just give like a, a word of encouragement mm-hmm. to uh, to those in the youth ministry world right now, what are what would that be? Yeah, man. Um, so I guess let me start by saying I know that every youth group's different. Yeah. And what will work for me might not necessarily work for every other group. So sure. I get that. But one encouragement that's really helped me, honestly, even just over like these last three months of like 2022, mm-hmm. the kids want to hear truth. Mm. Like I've literally, instead of trying to do some fun, cool, fancy series of that's something topical, mm-hmm. I went through the book of Titus with them and just just like straight Bible, straight truth. Yeah. And right now we're doing a series where we're going through Romans mm. and it's going to be, it's going to be a longer series for sure. <laughs> right. Uh, Cause that's not a little thing you want to do in no. like four weeks of, you <laughs> right. know, Hey, here's the book of Romans in four weeks. <laughs> right. But I, I say all this is because I had a lot of kids like, and I'm sure probably every youth pastor could say this, mm. like COVID hit them hard. Yeah. And it, it messed up the church. It messed up youth groups. It messed up kids. Mm. I mean, I could sit and talk about, you know, the depression, the anxiety, right. the, you know, all of that that we saw escalate and climb mm. at the very start of this. Yeah. The lack of hope. And just the simple fact that, like, there is hope mm. in Jesus. Yeah. And the gospel itself is simple. And so, what I'm realizing with a lot of these kids. They just need to hear that. Yeah. You know, I and again, I kind of mentioned it a little bit before too, is sometimes we get caught up in the program mm. or like I need to give the coolest message with the coolest illustrations. Yeah. And I was definitely that kind of way where I like I wanted that. But then I started realizing like, hey, this isn't my strong suit. Like mm. I'm not good at finding like a cool, <laughs> fun game that ties in with the message or yeah. like, you know, some yeah. really cool, fun, like catchphrase and like one liner that like the kids like remember like forever. But what's been really helping is just the truth. Yeah. And then honestly, the discussions. Yeah. Um, this, we just started Romans like this week. Okay. Um, and I ended it the last like 20 minutes of basically just asking them open questions Mm. and instead of splitting off into small groups, had them all in the room together Wow! and just say, Hey, here's a question. Give me your answer. Wow. You know? Yeah. And all of a sudden it started this kind of ripple effect where they heard what he said Mm. and that made them think and then realize something. And so, yeah, my, my, my encouragement is like, I guess don't be afraid to strip it back down to like mm. the studs. Yeah. Because at least again with my youth group, right. I'm I'm seeing that they they are struggling with grasping the truth mm. and grasping and holding on to hope. Yeah. They want it. Mm. But in this world, in our community, in this area, um, and probably in a lot of places, Christianity is not that popular. Yeah. Um, and 
so a lot of them are saying, hey, you know, it's kind of hard to be a Christian mm-hmm. in high school, you know. And I have a couple kids that are telling me, you know, like, I'm really my the only Christian in my friend group. Like, what do I do? Yeah. You know, and so instead of trying to give them some cool, fun, fancy message, just, <laughs> hey, let's take a look and take a step back and just see what does the Bible say? Yeah. You know, what's a just simple, timeless biblical truth mm-hmm. that I can hold on to that in 50 years is not going to change? Yeah. Because trends, you know, yeah. they come and go. You know, what's cool today is not cool tomorrow. Right. Um, and that's one thing I've really noticed with youth ministry. And so that's kind of my encouragement to pastors, youth pastors, youth leaders for that matter, or even just if, even if there's youth kids listening to this, like go back to the Bible, go back to the truth and just, what does God say? Like Mm. what, what, what's God saying about me, about my identity, about this situation? Mm -hmm. Uh, because the Bible's not going to lie. You know, the Bible's truth. The whole thing is true. The whole thing is accurate. Yeah. Um, so every word that you read in there, you can take to the grave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my encouragement to everyone out there. Yeah, I love that, man. love that so much. Uh, there's beauty in simplicity. Yeah, yeah and, there really uh, is. And when we, I love it, we strip it back to the studs and just say, this is this is the foundation. Like, this is this is where everything is rooted in. Yeah. Instead of you know, all the things we've built up yeah. to kind of hopefully make it stick, just get to yeah. the, get to the foundational truths. And, yep. um, so such a, such a good word, Zach, man. Thanks. For, thanks for spending time with me. Yeah, dude. this is, hey. so, this is so fun. <laughs> I love it. This dude. is so fun. And, I uh, it. I just love these conversations so much. Um, I, I think, I, I don't know. I, I find personally, I know everyone is wired differently, mm-hmm. but I, I just find like when you hear and listen to people's stories, yeah. Um, and you're like, oh man, I, I just connect with that um, because I've walked through that or I've experienced yeah. that. Or, uh, I just think it it uh, it goes a long, long way to um, being just an encouraging voice. Yeah. And obviously, we could, you know, there's a lot of great podcasts out there that you guys could listen to that are going to give like practical hands-on tips and tools and and you know, uh, uh, you know, tricks of the trade of of like <laughs> how to how to do this or that. But I just love stories. I just think yeah. I just think it. Uh, it opens up so many worlds and, um, and relatability. And so that's what this podcast is about. Zach, you've been an awesome guest. Hey, thanks, man. Um, thanks for having me. Man, good luck with uh, the, the baby boy on the way. Woo. I don't know when this will be released, but you guys might have the baby before this is, uh, hey, is officially possible. put yeah. out there. And so congrats <laughs> to you and Emily. Thank you, man. Hope Thank all you. goes well with that. Thank and you. then um, hope we'll see you soon, real soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As soon as we can uh, yeah. through uh, through the happen. camp and uh, or us just go grabbing lunch somewhere. I like that. Um, so, thank you guys for listening to the youth ministry stream of the Pondo Podcast. Uh, we are here every single month, once a month, with uh, this specific stream of the podcast. But we have other uh, types of content for you guys that we're, we release weekly, and so feel free to check those out. And uh, thank you guys uh, so much. We will talk again really, really soon. See ya. Bye.